You have to know your process cold. You got to live that process in everything you do, and you got to trust that process. Don't cut corners. You're going to regret it. You're listening to the Audible Ready Podcast, the show that helps you and your teams sell more faster. We'll feature sales leaders sharing their best insights on how to create a sales engine that helps you fuel repeatable revenue growth. Presented by the team at Force Management, a leader in B2B sales effectiveness. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Audible Ready Podcast. I'm Rachel Klebmiller with Force Management. Force Management is a sales effectiveness consulting firm. We help B2B companies generate more revenue per rep. I'm joined today by our founder, John Kaplan. Good morning, Rachel. Good morning, John. Today's topic is one that we have circled around on a lot of our other podcasts, but never really dived into it specifically and deeply. And it's an area where a lot of people, even veteran reps, can catch themselves making this mistake. We're talking about selling to somebody you know. Yeah, this is a really, really good one. So here's some kind of common scenarios. You're selling and you have an in, and I have the word in in quotations. You have an in at the company. The one is the person knows you, perhaps worked with you at a previous company. They may have been a buyer, you know, at the previous company, or they were involved in the program, but not the sale. So all of these situations cause us as salespeople to think we have an easier deal in our hands. And what happens is we tend to skip steps, we cut corners, and these deals are often the ones that surprise us the most. Yes, and it's often where we we might cut those corners, as you said. So John, let's take that first scenario. The person may have got the deal done at the previous company and now has approached you at the new company. In, In this case, the buyer might get amnesia about the process, price and, and, and what it took to get the deal done. And price just rings a bell for me because like us at Force Management, we're a growing company. We are adding tremendous value out in the marketplace. Our value continues to increase. So our price changes over the years. And price can be a big hiccup with, you know, kind of people you know. So they can have an expectation of what the price may have been before, and it's three, four, five years later, of course the price is going to change. And so sometimes that just causes a hiccup. I suggest that you just be aware of that. Don't ever apologize for your price as long as you have the value. Price is, is, is all relative. You know, the dynamics in a new company are always different, and sometimes people get amnesia about that, especially the customers. And then another one, Rach, is they, they think they're experts in what we do. And I love this because they, they love what we do. And if it's your company out there, just transpose what I'm saying here for they love what you do. But you got to remember, and you have to politely remind them that they are experts in what they do. And you're an expert in what you do. <laughs> and that has, to be, that has to be level set a lot of times when you're selling to somebody you know. Yeah. And you mentioned about the price, your price might have increased, but also the dynamics that contribute to the price may be very different from company to company. That's something that we see a lot uh, with people who come back around to force management, the dynamics, the levers that increase your price or decrease it change from company to company. 
exactly. So what do we do to, to hold ourselves accountable to, to this scenario as, as a salesperson and making sure that we don't cut those corners and, and do what we need to do to get a great deal done? Well, first of all, I think you have to have a sales and engagement process and a sales engagement process that leads to great results for you as, you know, for the customer and for you as the selling team. And, and you got to trust the process. Don't cut corners. Go back to the mantra, always building positive business outcomes, require capabilities and metrics. And that's always about the company that you're calling on and the, the value that you represent. And so it kind of takes the relationship of knowing somebody, doing business with somebody you know, it kind of takes that relationship and puts it in a really, really specific uh, and attached way to really focusing on the task at hand. We're always building the mantra. Positive business outcomes require capabilities and, and metrics. And the problem is, is that when you speak to people and they're like, yeah, 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 I, you know, I know it. You know, if they tell you, you know, just give me a quote, you know, I can handle the internal sale. That's a red flag. I mean, we appreciate when these folks are doing this, but there's a couple things I always think about. They either don't want me to put them through the process, like get in front of the executive team and get uh, get buy-in, or they want me to cut corners. And, and both of those are bad scenarios. So I think the more you stick to building the process, and in our case, we're constantly preaching, building the mantra, Positive business outcomes require capabilities and metrics are all about them, the problems that exist and the value that gets created by those problems. And then you're pivoting to how you do it, how you do it differently or better and where you've done it before. That's normally the grounding principle that, that we should stick to. Great. So let's go to the next one. Selling to somebody who was familiar with your solution, perhaps saw the impact or participated in it, what really didn't help get that initial deal done? This one happens to us a lot at force management. And I love it because it's like people that experienced our solution or people that work with our solution and loved it, and they want to bring it into another company. The problem is, or the challenge can be that they weren't involved in what it actually took to bring that solution to fruition. But, you know, don't sweat it. It's celebrated. It's awesome. But you have to go back and rebuild the story for them. And again, it's about positive business outcomes, required capabilities and metrics. And go back and rebuild that story. If it's from a previous company, go back and build it. You know, we were looking at the solution. These were the positive business outcomes. This is what was required. And this is how the customer was the company that you were at, Mr. Mrs. Customer was, you know, going to measure success. And you're either reminding them of these steps or you're informing them. Another great tactic that I like to do is let them talk to the champion if they weren't the champion or the economic buyer of the deal at the previous company. I call it phoning a friend. Let's get that person on the phone. Let's talk to them about all the things that were involved and all of the little uh, learning points that we had, good and bad. Here's what worked really well on that getting that opportunity to fruition. And here's where we had some snags or some hiccups, but you know, bottom line, share with them the things that go well in the process and share with them where the challenges are going to be. And I, you know, I think if you do that authentically, I don't think you'll ever hurt anybody's feelings. You don't have to say, well, did you, you didn't buy this at the previous company. You don't have to do it that way. Celebrate the fact that they're an alumni or, 
that they want to bring you into a new company, celebrate that, just, you know, politely remind them that there's a process that leads to great outcomes. Well, and in this scenario, particularly, you have somebody that was so happy with the outcomes that he or she received that that's something that you can really lift up and then just let them in on the process that it takes to achieve those, that impact, which as you said, come back, comes back to PBOs, required capabilities and metrics. Like no matter who you're dealing with and how well they know you, it could be your, your brother, your sister, even your mother, your father, you need those in every deal, especially if you're trying to drive a complex sale. Absolutely. All right. Any bottom lines, final thoughts here, John, for people who are finding themselves in this situation right now? Yeah. You know, I think a great bottom line is whether you're dealing with somebody that's bought from you before or not, you have to know your process cold. You got to live that process in everything you do, and you got to trust that process. Don't cut corners. You're going to regret it. Live it, trust it, don't cut corners. John, thank you for going through that with me today. You're welcome. All right. Thank you to everybody for listening and for subscribing to the Audible Ready Podcast. At Force Management, we're focused on transforming sales organizations into elite teams. Our proven methodologies deliver programs that build company alignment and fuel repeatable revenue growth. Give your teams the ability to execute the growth strategy at the point of sale. Our strength is our experience. The proof is in our results. Let's get started. Visit us at forcemanagement.com. You've been listening to the Audible Ready Podcast. To not miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. Until next time.